0: Hello there and welcome back to your favorite podcast as told by Keish. It has been a very long time, you guys, since I've actually recorded a podcast, so bear with me. Um, I'm hoping to get back into the swing of things. Um, had a lot of stuff going on this year and I think I'm finally over the hump. Um, I was sick at the beginning of the year, so I slacked on doing the podcast then Even once I jumped back into it, um, it's like I couldn't get well, but it wasn't COVID or anything like that. It was allergies. My allergies were trying to take me away from here, y'all. At least I felt like that. I'm dramatic, I'm a Leo. (laughs) Um, But, and then I had a few deaths in my family, um, and that was really tough. I actually did a podcast on grief, but I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready to share that podcast as of yet. Um, because I was very very vulnerable um, talking in that podcast, um, so yeah, I think I will eventually share it, but I'm not I'm not sure yet. But anywho, um, like I said, I'm going to try to go ahead and jump back into the swing of things. Yeah, I remember, as before, I would do, um, you know, I would have a topic that I would do on. Um, I think it was Tuesdays maybe Mondays. I can't remember what day, but I did three different topics a week. I would do like a regular topic, you know, discussing whatever theme that I was dealing with at the moment. I had my missing people theme. And then, well, not, I don't want to say theme, but you know, I had my missing people segments and then I had my freaky Fridays. And then I eventually turned that into sexy Saturdays, I believe. So I'm going to keep that same flow or that same type of thing going Um, I'm still going to do my three a week I just have to get back into the swing of when I'm going to actually be posting those three but um, as of right now I don't know what my actual theme or topic is going to be that I'm going to discuss I think I know I have an idea but I'm not quite sure yet so I haven't recorded a podcast for the you know the main theme of week or the month or the season I should say so anywho this is the missing people's episode that I'm about to um, talk about and this was um so go ahead and grab your water your wine your juice whatever it is that you can sip it on go ahead and grab that because um this one I thought this one was pretty interesting um and you probably have even heard of it I know the first time I heard of it, I watch a lot. And when I say a lot, I watch a lot of true crime TV on YouTube, Hulu, um, Oxygen, um, A&E, like wherever I can catch it at, I'm going to watch it. And the thing about me is, I could have seen the same episode 50 times, I'm going to watch it again. And you know how most of those true crime shows, they... um, they play on different networks the same you know the same story on a different network so it'll be a little different so yeah I watch them all and again I watch them like I've never seen them before and it's it's bad but at the same time it helps me like watching true crime stuff gives me anxiety but it also helps me to look to know what to look out for what to be suspicious of. And baby, I'm suspicious of everything. My son can tell you, like, I don't put nothing past nobody. Um, but anywho, so this case that I'm going to talk about today, um, I seen this, I initially seen this, I believe, on like one of those YouTube series or one of those YouTubers talking about it. Then Oxygen had a special on it, um, but there has, other than that, I mean... I don't think I've ever seen them do too much talking about this. But this was the case of the Millbook Twins. Um, And before I even get started, I guess this is my little disclaimer. Um, All the information that I have gathered, I have got from doing my research on the internet, um, from documentaries that I've watched. So all of it is for, as they say, educational purposes, Um, None of it is taken to be as fact, but it's also not opinion, but it is information that I gathered from other sources and I just put it together for myself. Um, So yeah, I should say that. But um, yeah, let's talk about it. So the Millbrook twins, like with anybody else that goes missing, I am a firm believer that somebody knows something somewhere. Nobody just disappears. Nobody just falls off the face of the earth. Um, Nobody just, you see them, you know, one day and then the next day you don't. They've told somebody um, or they've hinted around to the fact that they want to leave or, you know, somebody's seen them getting kidnapped or something. And the person who did it, of course, knows. So hopefully one day this particular case will be solved. Um, but it's been at this point, they've been missing since 1990. So it's been a very, very long time, but again, you, you just never know. So, um, let's talk about the mailbook twins. So, um, the mailbook twins were named, Danette LaTanya Milbrook and Jeanette Latrice Milbrook. And they were fraternal twins who were 15 years old when they disappeared. Um, And they disappeared on March the 18th, 1990 from Augusta, Georgia. So when the twins initially disappeared, they were dismissed as runaways. And that's crazy because there was no real evidence to support that they were runaways. Um, and then, I mean, so many things happened. They were dismissed and treated as run, runaways, again with no real evidence. Then the cl- case was closed, but the girls were never found, um, and they're currently still missing. Um, so let's get to discussing what happened to the twins, or as much as we, as much information as we can, about the day they disappeared or when they disappeared. So. On the morning that the girls disappeared, um, again, which was March the 18th, 1990, they went to church with their family, um, and then around lunchtime, they picked up lunch from church's chicken, so like around noontime. When they took it home to their family, um, once they got home, they told their mother, whose name was Mary, that there was a white van that had been following them. And as any mother would, Mary went outside. Um, she checked outside, looked around, but she didn't see a white van. And see, Mary is like me, cause I'm a, I'm gonna go look too, because who's following you? Following y'all? Why are they following y'all? And are they still around in the area? But again, Mary looked. She didn't see anything. So at about 3 p.m. Um, the twins left to go to their grandfather's house to get bus fare for the city bus. Um, and the reason they were going to get bus fare is because they rode the city bus to and from school. Um, so they did make it to their grandfather's house. Or they, excuse me, their godfather's house. And then on the way back, they stopped to see a cousin and their older sister. Um, they, did, they then made it to a convenience store where they got chips and a drink. But after that, it just, it seems like they just, they simply vanished. There was, they were gone. So, um, when they didn't come back, um, after it had been some hours, I think it had got dark and, you know, it just wasn't like the twins to just not show back up. Um, Mary and their younger sister, um, I believe her name is Shantae, at least that's how it looks, it looks to be spelled. But they went out looking for him on foot. They didn't have any success. So, once they got back home, the mom called the police. But the police told them they had to wait 24 hours, um, really, before reporting them as a as missing. So, I just want to insert this here. Like, I watch, again, I watch a lot of crime TV. I don't know how true this is because I didn't really research it myself. But I I, I was watching one, one popular YouTuber... And she said that you don't have to wait 24 hours to make a, uh, to make a police report when someone is missing, even, um, even when they're an adult, which makes sense to me because, I, you can report them missing, but again, they might not, you know, start searching for them or anything. But yeah, especially I think a lot of people get reported missing because their mannerisms, it's not like them to not show back up or whatever. And I think and I understand that. You every person that reported missing, you can't just go out looking for them because you don't know the you know, specifics behind it. There could have been an argument and the person could have simply just disappeared for a couple days. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that, but I mean, I guess it's a catch-22. I'm sorry. I get off on my tangents. Y'all know who I am, but yeah, that's what I heard. And I'll research that just to see how true it is because I don't know. But if you know... Um, how that works yeah leave me a comment let me know but anywho so Mary was told that she would have to wait 24 hours so after that 24 hours Mary called back and spoke to a detective or an investigator who informed them that quote unquote the girls might have been oh excuse me they probably ran away hmm So, in April 1991, mind you, they went missing in March of 1990. So, in April of 1991, an investigator um, investigator informed them that the girls may not have wanted to come home. And the family later told CBS News 12 that someone had called the police saying that they saw the girls leaving. But they didn't say that what they were leaving. Um, like, leaving what? Leaving where? Um, the details were so vague that I don't even understand why the police even um, acknowledged the fact that somebody told them that. That's, that's crazy to me. Because as police officers, you are taught to ask questions. So, where were they leaving from? What state did you see them in? What did they have on? How did they look like? None of that has been... None of that has been questioned or anything. But anyway, um, so in 1993, somebody informed the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children um, that the twins had been found, which was false. The twins were never have never been found. Um, no trace of the twins have ever been found. So again, no one knows who reported that to... The you know the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and why it was reported to them because that would sound like that to me. That's just really suspicious. Um, but get this. So the original case file for the twins. Guess what? It disappeared. Like, how do you lose a case file for missing people? How do you lose a file at all? Hmm. So. Yeah, for years the twins' and sister, who was twelve at the time that they disappeared, had been trying to get the case reopened. Um, and finally, in two thousand four, um, the excuse me, yeah, uh, but yeah, so she had been trying to get the case reopened in two thousand four. But you have to remember, there was no, there was. Really, there was no case because it's almost like it never happened since there were no files, there were no leads, there was literally nothing. The twins have reported it as been being found, like it just was, it was just all over the place. So on June the 5th of 2013, mind you, the twins went, mis- excuse me, went missing. June, or excuse me, March um, 1990. Then there, in ninety um, one, somebody said they had seen seen them leaving somewhere. Made no sense. And then in ninety three, somebody informed the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children that the twins had been found. Two thousand four, the sister had been trying to get the case reopened. So here we are now in two thousand thirteen. So this is years later. Um, but anyway, on June fifth, two thousand thirteen, the Richmond County Sheriff um, Richard Roundtree had announced that he was reopening the case. So Roundtree interviewed the then detective, who has since retired, and got the he got the girls' DNA and their mother's DNA into the into the database. But the nationwide search came back empty. So at this point, no one knows who had the girls removed from the registry. No one knows who calls who called to say that they saw the girls leaving, and then in 2017, and mind you, now it's four years after you know after the case has been reopened. But in 2017, the Fall Line, which was or which is rather a podcast which focuses on cold cases in uh, marginalized communities, devoted a season to the twins. And I think that's the episode that i seen. And they were actually on the Oxygen um, special regarding the twins. Um, so after that, in 2018, the Unresolved podcast contacted the host of the Fall Line podcast so he could discuss the twins or they could discuss the twins. I don't know who is the, you know, the face behind um, the Unresolved podcast, because this was my first time hearing about it. Um, but they did call them to discuss the twins so they can do their own special on them. So then in, um, Oxygen eventually did a two-hour special about the twins, and I watched it. That was really interesting. So if I'm sure you can find it. Um, if you can't find it on, like, the Oxygen app or something like that, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube um but at this at this very moment and to this day the twins have never been found um there's no trace of the twins and just the circumstances surrounding them being missing is just it's just sad and it's really weird first they come and again they're twins so they're usually always together but first on the day they went missing they see a white band that's following them um they went to all the places that they said were gonna. they were going to go to their godfathers, you know, stopped at their cousins, talked to their sister, and then went to the store and just vanished. I did want to say this, that their father was acting really strange. Um, he did not want his one of his other kids to give the police DNA or talk to the, um, the police, regarding the twins missing, um, he never really searched for the twins, like, he just was acting really strange, and I'm not gonna say he did anything to them, or had somebody do something to them, but, um, I'm, I'm just trying to understand why he did not, um, put forth too much effort in helping find the twins, and Ashley was almost just, like, really nonchalant and not caring that they were even missing, um, but again, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother situation. Uh, but, um, again, I feel like somebody knows something. And even though it's been, oh, so long, that does not matter. It's been 32 years at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's been 32 years at this point that these twins are missing. They went missing when they were 15. Um, so somebody knows something. And even if they are not alive, somebody knows what happened to the twins. Again, if you want to get more information on this whole situation and this whole story, um, just Google or yeah, you can Google the Millbrook twins on Google or you can go to YouTube and check, type in the Millbrook twins and I'm sure something or quite a lot of information will actually come up regarding them. So after, you know, listening to this podcast and then, you know, going to try to see what you can find out, um, you know, by going to YouTube, looking at some documentaries and things like that, you tell me what you think happened to them. Do you think that they're still alive? Do you think that they were kidnapped for maybe sex trafficking? Do you think that they ran away? Like, what do you think? Um, It's interesting to hear other people's perspectives. But um, if you want more information other than just looking at YouTube or Googling, there is a Facebook page that's dedicated to finding the Millbrook Twins. So, of course, you can go to Facebook and type in the Millbrook Twins and you can It'll come up. Um, the currently, or at the last time I checked, I believe the reward was up to eleven thousand um, dollars. If you want more information, like maybe if they have a website, when you go to their Facebook page on um, Facebook page, there is a website that is linked, um, and you can, you know, put in tips. Um, you know, say what you think you know, or if you've seen something. But you can also call um, the sheriff's office which is 404-590-2975 So again, what do you think happened to the twins? I mean, I know their family still wants closure. Nobody wants to not know what happened to their loved one. Um, That's the scariest thing ever to go missing and to not know what happened to your family member. Like that's really sad. Like I, I don't I don't know how I still put that. And I don't know how I would feel if I was in that situation. Um, but again, I thank you all for listening. This was the case of the Millbrook twins. If you have any suggestions on who you would like to, for me to research or who you would like for me to look into, just leave a comment and let me know. And, you know, it can be done. But again, thank you for listening to your favorite podcast. You guys are awesome. Thank you all for sticking with me for this long and again if you have not caught up on some of my earlier podcasts go ahead and catch up because I'll be really talking honey I'll be really talking but again thank y'all for listening and y'all have a good night